Welcome, everybody. You Whoa, shit. Fuck. D- damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody. You are in the bottle shop. My name is Steven. My name is Han. And we are a couple guys that like to drink beer. If this is your first episode, welcome. Holy shit, you picked a good one. Mm -hmm. That's because today we are taking a look at Blood Brothers Brewing. Everything goes away. That's a one, two, triple IPA. Woo. Han, how you feeling, dude? I'm ready. I'm ready to get punched in the mouth by this beer. Yeah. Are you mentally, spiritually prepared for this beer? I think uh, I think so. I think we're going to go into a very, very dark place on this episode. Hey, yo. It's going to be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Listeners, you're going to see what he did there soon. Mm-hmm. So, without further ado, Han, please crack that bitch. Let's get into it. All right. You GGG? I'm good to go. And so, cheers, man. Cheers. This one is... Uh type of beer that i would like to categorize as a sipper (laughs) yeah (laughs) i made a big mistake (laughs) because i gave it you know the old college try yep and i feel like i just drank a whole beer (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's my summary Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it really is a punch in the mouth, but in a good way. All right, man. What are you drinking out of? Uh, the old Nonic glass, man. What about you? Uh, Duvel Tulip again. Mm. Mm. Trying to keep all things equal. Of course. Yeah, of course. And it's the only thing I have that'll hold this much beer. (laughs) Fair. Fucking Canadians and your singles. Go big or go home, man. <laughs> everything's, right. everything's bigger in Canada, <laughs> as they say. I think it's time for quick hit, and I'm already buzzing. So let's get it. Do it. This is a triple IPA. It is a limited edition. A better way to put it is that it is cyclical. Every time it comes around, it's going to be a little bit different. This particular version is 11%, and it is $13 Canadian for 500 milliliters. For my freedom folks, that is $9.61 for what is essentially a tall boy bottle. Woo. Woo woo. And now, for some quick history. Once again, Blood Brothers Brewing, established in 2015 located in toronto and sold in as far as i can tell only in ontario and you actually have to buy these from the actual brewery itself as far as i know or order them because they do delivery now so if you want to check out one of these beers you have to bring your ass on over to toronto get up off your duff 
and go down to the fucking brewery. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, is actually pretty nice. A little small, but it's nice. It's very, um, it's very Toronto-y, I'll say. It is nice, though. Blood Brothers, Everything Goes Away, Triple IPA. Let's talk about the way this bottle looks. Let's. Because you got you to gotta get the light just right on this one. Mm-hmm. And all things considered, I think this is so badass. If you had me try to pick out my favorite Blood Brothers aesthetic, I'd probably just slap you in the mouth. There's no way I could do it. Everything they put their name on has the sickest aesthetic. And they mean it when they say this one is a black hole of feelings. Uh, yeah, I'm with you, man. There's, there's just something really elegant about this bottle. It's just like simple. It's like murdered out. It was like matte black. Um, and it's sick. It only, it even has just like a small sticker too. It doesn't wrap mm-hmm. all the way around the bottle either. You know, mm-hmm. we've been critical at times of uh, other cans or bottles where the stickers don't necessarily make it all the way around. But, you know, this one I'm okay with. I know you're okay with it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not been out of shape that there's hardly any information on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's literally just, you know what? Why don't you go over to our IG and check it out for yourself at the Bottle Shop Podcast. Then you'll see what I'm talking about. Blood Brothers Brewing. Everything goes away. Triple IPA. When you pour this bitch into a glass, it actually does not look that good. (laughs) I am not a fan at all of the way this beer looks. It looks like dirty beer. What do you think, man? It's a little, um, it's a little dull, I guess you could say, <laughs> color wise, right? It lacks, it yeah. lacks some some pop, visually. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is uh, drab. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty unappealing looking, but you know, looks can be deceiving, right? Uh, looks can be deceiving. Let's find out if they are. <laughs> <laughs> all right han bury your nose in this one man tell me what you smell so up front i get a ton of mango a little bit of pineapple in there um the the alcohol smell is is pretty uh pretty present borderline overwhelming um and then the hop note is there as well but i w- i wouldn't say it's like a a really pronounced like vegetal piney hop note but but it's definitely there what about you here's my thing i cannot get past the malt note on the nose it is overwhelming it's like a rowdy unrefined malt syrup <laughs> like the difference between grade a $30 for 10 ounces maple syrup and like grade B $5 for a tub. Now I actually happen to like the way unrefined syrup smells. So that's not a knock. That's actually a kudos. I dig that. The fruit for me is having a very hard time breaking through that barrier and the hop note is just non-existent for me. <laughs> I can't get it. I'm trying. I just cannot get past that malt note, dude. It is large and in charge. Interesting, man. It's interesting. 
I'm I don't know if I consciously detect the malt note, so might have to to try, but yeah. It's, Looks like we're on two polar opposites of the spectrum. We're getting some different things here. The plot thickens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, as I am struggling a little bit more, digging in, so to speak, I do get the alcohol, which is weird for me, but I do actually get it. It smells boozy. It smells really boozy. Yeah. And I am getting a dankness. It's not strong. This is not a dank beer, but if I'm really digging, I do get some of that dank vegetation. Hmm. So when you actually take a sip of this thick-ass boy, um, and I will preface preface this by saying that I have had this before, this specific one. Um, I bought multiples of it. Um, So I think it's actually mellowed out a little bit um, in the few weeks or month or so it's been since the initial tasting to now. Um, But you get up front uh, sweetness, a little bit of like uh, candied fruit. Um, The the kind of fruit that I'm smelling on the nose, I'm getting as the taste as well. Um, And then once that kind of goes away, then you're you're hit with the rush of like the alcohol and the bitterness. Um, And I'll say that the, the bitterness doesn't really have a very... Uh, a super defined like hop pine note to it, but it is, it's bitter. Definitely what you would expect from something like this. Uh, what about you, man? I hate to sound like a broken record, man, but I can't get over that malt note. Mm-hmm. And it, it is deep. It is dark. It is rowdy. It is unrefined. It's not grainy. It's like malt syrup. The more I taste it, the more this is going to sound fucking borderline sexual. The creamier it gets, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it gets, it really does. It tastes like ice cream. Oh, cream, not milk, dude. Like heavy. It's also nutty, like maybe pecani. Hmm. And I can't escape the feeling of butter pecan ice cream. Interesting. Yeah, I, and and if there's fruit in there, dude, it's having a hard time <laughs> breaking through that barrier because I, I honestly can't hardly taste it at all. Um, and then you're right. There's a bitter rush when all when, when the you know the sugar rush is is gone. You get a wall of bitterness, mm-hmm. and that's pleasant and very welcome. Thank God it's there because otherwise this would be undrinkable. Oh, it'd be way too sweet. Way 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 too sweet. Oh. But as it stands, in the grand scheme of triple IPAs, this one is really balanced. It's yeah, it's it's balanced by extremes. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, and a surprisingly short finish too. You think this one's gonna fucking linger? Mm, yeah. And for something that's you know ten percent, I'm sorry, eleven percent, and so heavy. This is, I won't say it's in and out by any means, but like it was kind of over really quick. Yeah. And, um, and to your point about like the, the ice cream thing, if, if someone told me that there was lactose in this, I wouldn't doubt them. Like, I don't think there is lactose in this as far as I know, but you know, Mm -hmm. told me like it's there. I'd be like, Oh yeah, I feel it. It is thick, possibly 
the thickest beer that we've had, I think, mouthfeel-wise, or close to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't mean in a milk way. Yeah. This is I mean like, in a heavy, heavy way. Yeah. Heavy, like, puree, fruit puree kind of thickness. Um, this is, you know, they say it's a black hole of feelings, and it's, it's like gonna weigh you down man it's yeah it's man sucked into it yeah dude <laughs> next <sighs> thing you know you're gonna find yourself in a tesseract yeah screaming at your daughter through space and time <laughs> but you know what's interesting with this one is it is, is i feel like it exists on this weird plane where um hey yo <laughs> weird dimension <laughs> alternate universe where obviously objectively it's a heavy hitter it's a big one um but there's just parts about it that are actually more pleasant or more drinkable than maybe a typical ipa for me like it's somehow more harsh but also less harsh at the same time than if i were to crack open just um your regular old ipa you know i don't know if you get that but oh, yeah. oh abs- absolutely no 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 a- absolutely uh f- for as for as big and bad as this one is this is surprisingly easy to drink yeah but not too easy to drink no not too easy <laughs> uh, you can't mistake the the booziness of this beer Mm-mm. but i'm comparing it to other triple ipas that i've had which are my fucking nightmare <laughs> and i kind of had a feeling this was going to be more of the same mm. and it is in the same family hey yo mm. <laughs> but it's not nearly as bad yeah it's that's a bad word to say this is actually pretty good <laughs> it is and and it's definitely not a uh like a beginner's ipa i guess this shouldn't be your first no. foray into the world of these types of beers um Mm -mm. but somehow it's it just jumps back and forth between being um just an all-out assault and just a nice leisurely uh ride yep now in terms of uh drinkability okay we've talked about the mouthfeel it being a little thick Mm -hmm. we've talked about we've talked about the taste being a little heavy but nuanced in terms of drinkability, this is an obvious question, I feel. This is like <laughs> maybe one of the first times on this show that I know 100% what we're both going to say, but... Yeah. How many of these could you drink, man? Um, less than one. Yeah. <laughs> this, is a, uh, this is one that you should share with at least one other person, if not two or three other people. Yeah, you absolutely should share this beer, and I plan on doing that. I won't be finishing this whole thing. Mm. Blood Brothers, everything goes away, triple IPA. If I told you this was hopped with Mosaic, Belma, and Southern Passion, what does that mean to you? Um, The only name i recognize out of those are mosaic 
So mm-hmm. I would at least infer that you were talking about different types of hops. And I'm kind of with you. That doesn't mean anything to me. Now, I, I, I do expect maybe a more candy quality from Mosaic, mm-hmm. but Belma and Southern Passion means nothing to me. I, I have a really hard time keeping up with all the different hop brands. Strains. Strains. But I have a question for you, because I know you touched on this earlier, but what is it that you normally expect out of double and triple IPAs? Let me tackle the double first. I still do expect a solid, balanced beer from a double. I know in advance it's going to be a little bit sweeter, but there better be a definable grain note. There better be some hop nuance, and they better play nicely. Triple IPAs, the only ones I've ever had, man, are just insanely sweet. Hmm. Insanely sweet. Sugar. Pure sugar. And um, everybody likes to say that, or maybe I'm just fucking making this up. Maybe I'm just, you know. Maybe I'm just projecting my feelings on everyone around me, but I feel like people think triple IPAs are going to be a hop study, and they may be, but by and large, I find triple IPAs to be more of a malt study. The problem is that they're always so sweet, I can't, I can't get very far into them before I am Tapping worn out, out yeah. fatigued, and... Um, this one separates itself from the pack there because I've, I've, I've never been able to say those words about a malt note on any beer ever. Hmm. So kudos to them for that. Uh, that's interesting. Cause yeah, I mean, as a layman, like me personally, prior to having any exposure to these types of beers, I would always just assume that once you get into the double or triple variation of any type, you're just going to get a more intense, version of it um and you know obviously with an ipa the defining characteristic is the bitterness so for me the perception is oh it's just going to be an insanely hoppy bitter beer which again this is very bitter but there's other things there to kind of work with it blood brothers everything goes away Han, is there value in this beer for you? Yeah, there is. For what you get out of it, 100%. Uh, What about you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just purely out of price to ABV. (laughs) I can't believe they've only been around since 2015. That's nuts. Because they're operating at such a high level. And on that note, our first Blood Brothers beer that we've reviewed on air. And what a one it was. Cheers, man. Cheers. What a Tuesday. Mm-hmm.